Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Bitcoin. Still above $18,000 in today's show. 13% of the Bitcoin supply returns to profit as Bitcoin sees massive accumulation. Also breaking news, US CPI numbers clock in at 6.5%. I'll be breaking down what this means for the overall crypto market. Also more breaking news, DCG, the digital currency group, owes creditors over $3 billion considering a $500 million VC portfolio sale. That's right, crypto broker Genesis allegedly owes $900 million to clients of cryptocurrency exchange Gemini alone. Also in today's show, SBF's lawyer says $5 billion in assets have now been recovered from the collapsed crypto exchange. I'll be breaking down this latest report. Also more news, Morgan Creek CEO Mark Yusko predicts Bitcoin outruns gold in 2023 and says risk assets repeating early 2000s. Quoting him here, gold is the ultimate arbiter of value, but I think Bitcoin will be having a better year than gold. Bitcoin critic Peter Schiff is going to be crying. Also in today's show, major news, El Salvador passes landmark crypto bill, paving the way for Bitcoin back bonds. That's right. El Salvador has passed landmark legislation providing the legal framework for Bitcoin back bond known as the volcano bond that will be used to pay down the sovereign debt and fund the construction of its proposed Bitcoin city. Quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, I had a vision in November 2021 that El Salvador will be the biggest story of the decade and beyond. Yesterday's landmark securities law passed in El Salvador is just the beginning. The president, Najib Bokele, is building a sovereign masterpiece. We'll also be taking a look at the the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone tuning in to today's live stream of Crypto News Alerts. This is pod episode number 1161. Today is January 12th, 2023. I'm your host, JV. Let's kick it off by checking out the overall crypto market, which we can see here. You can see Bitcoin Still up 4% for the day, trading at around $18,000 at the time of this recording. We also have ETH up 4.5%, trading just under $1,400. Avalanche up a whopping 20%, trading above 
18 bucks, actually almost $15 at this point. And as you can see, most of the cryptos are pumping and in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $881 billion at the time of this recording with $57.5 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Current Bitcoin dominance on the rise, but barely 39.6% with the Ether dominance at 19.2%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Avalanche obviously leading that pack up 20%. We got Near Protocol up 14.5% and Flow up 15.5%. And checking out uh, the top gainers for the past week, we have Gala up a whopping 123%. Wow, that just shrunk and disappeared. So I don't know if that just updated. But Lido Dow is still up 41%. We got the native FTX token, FTT, pumping up 48% for the week. And as you can see, just massive gains overall for the altcoin market. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we can see currently rated a 30 in fear. Yesterday, 26 last week. 29 and last month a 27 in fear so there you have it let me know if you are short term bullish or bearish on the king crypto and let's dive into today's bitcoin price action shall we bitcoin hodlers are returning to profit as new data hints that the bitcoin price has put in the foundation of a macro bottom the latest figures from on-chain analytics firm glassnode shows a large swath of bitcoin supply heading into the black as bitcoin pass 18 g's baby after gaining nearly five percent in 24 hours bitcoin is back on the bull's radar ahead of a crunch united states inflation data release which was actually just release, which we'll be covering in our next story. The numbers officially clocked in at 6.5%, which I think many people were anticipating. What the impact will be remains uncertain. I think we're going to have more extreme volatility ahead of us. Check this out. Simple Bitcoin tools like supply and profit return massive edge for those who pay attention. Checkmate uh, shared, who is part of Glassnode's analytics. Uh, he also shares what we are looking at is a relatively small price change, 10%, but a massive of 13% of all coins returning to profit. This means a foundation of massive capitulation, accumulation. The term capitulation and accumulation correspond to the classic market cycles, notably that of Wyckoff, which calls for an accumulation period following a macro low, which should later lead to the market's next bullish phase. In terms of numbers, at 18,200, 13% of the circulating Bitcoin supply had returned to profit. According to Glassnode, quoting them here, the observed sharp move upwards in this metric helps to confirm that a large volume of Bitcoin was acquired <clears throat> between 16.5 and 18.2. Now the mood echoes December highs. Bitcoin at one month highs, meanwhile, provides a stark contrast to the post FTX chaos in terms of profitability. In the aftermath of the FTX meltdown, hodlers were sitting on more than half of the supply and unrealized losses. The picture barely improved in subsequent weeks with Bitcoin's realized cap drawdown nearing bear market bottom territory. And in December at the time, Bitcoin last traded above 18,000. Philip Swift, the co-founder of Trading Suite Decent Trader was nonetheless already eyeing a move from capitulation to accumulation. So there you have it. Now let's discuss the latest CPI data, which was just released this morning and we have been long anticipating. And interestingly enough, the U.S. Labor Department announced the inflation numbers, which is the CPI for the last month of 2022, and they stand at 6.5% year over year. At the same time, most experts also nailed the core CPI increase at 5.7%. Reported earlier this week, all eyes were on the 
the U.S. Labor Department come Thursday, with most estimations suggesting inflation numbers would be around 6%. The actual figures announced by the U.S. government are precisely the same, a year-over-year increase of 6.5% for the general CPI and a 5.7% rise in the core CPI, excluding food and energy. As we all know, eggs are through the roof. Eggs are the new gold. Who would have thunk? Now, nevertheless, both are still the highest December jumps in over 40 years. As with previous U.S. CPI announcements, this one had an immediate effect on the Bitcoin price, which we witnessed. The asset has been on a roll since the start of the year, gaining almost $2,000 in less than two weeks. That's a 1000 a week. This resulted in a price jump to a monthly high of 18.4 earlier today. However, the U.S. CPI numbers took Bitcoin from over 18.3 to just under 18,000 in a matter of minutes. And as of right now, the top crypto asset by market cap is currently trading at just around that $18,000 mark. So there you have it. Let me know who is currently bullish versus bearish on the King Crypto. With all the, the latest going on, I know half the camp is like, yo, this has to be a fake out. We're likely to correct from here. And then the other camp says, no, the low is in and we're likely to continue rising. Let me know what camp you're in in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's break down the latest updates of what's going on with the digital currency group, shall we? Crypto broker Genesis Global allegedly owes its creditors more than $3 billion. According to a new report published by the Financial Times January 12th, its parent company, Digital Currency Group, which also owns the Grayscale Investments, including Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and its series of digital asset trusts, seek to sell part of its venture capital holdings to offset this shortfall. According to people familiar with the matter, DCG's venture arm has more than 200 crypto-related projects, such as exchanges, banks, and custodians in at least 35 countries, with a total valuation of around $500 million. As previously reported on November 16th, that Genesis global halted withdrawals, citing unprecedented market turmoil. And at the time, the company reportedly had $175 million worth of funds stuck on FTX and already received $140 million equity and fusion to cover the losses. So there you have it. And in yesterday's episode, I broke down in greater details. This all started, I mean, the back and forth between the Winklevoss twins, Cameron in particular, writing an open letter about a week or two ago to Barry Silbert, who is the CEO of DCG, and basically called... My phone just went wild. My apologies. But yeah, to cover the losses and then Barry finally responded to uh, the claims and Barry is ultimately pointing the fingers at the Winklevoss and hiding behind legislation or lawyers and you know how all the legal jargon goes about. But it's interesting to see um, somebody is going to have to cough up this uh, allegedly now $1.7 billion owed. Do you think it'll be the Winklevoss twins or do you think it's going to be Barry Silbert potentially liquidating? I don't know if it's going to have to come from the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust or one of their other 300 companies which they own or are a part of. They're also the controller or owner of Coindesk, which is the largest crypto publication in the space. So it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. And naturally, this could have a massive impact on uh, the overall crypto price action, just like we saw with the debacle between Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX and Alameda Research. So I hope for the best, but right now there is a lot of uncertainty, obviously, in the markets. Now let's uh, dive into our next story of the day and discuss Scam Bankman-Fried's $5 billion recovery. I was not expecting this. This is the latest report. Bankman-Fried's attorneys are revealing that Bitcoins of dollars, or sorry, billions 
worth of dollars in liquid assets have been recovered from the bankrupt crypto exchange, FTX. According to the latest report by CNBC, lawyers representing the disgraced former CEO told the judge $5 billion in cash, digital assets, and other securities have been recovered from FTX. Well, that's a great sign, right? Attorney Adam Landis told the court that the $5 billion worth of recovered assets do not include any illiquid virtual currencies, adding that FTX holdings are so large that selling them would drive down the price of crypto assets. The report says that one of the reasons FTX disintegrated was because Bankman Fried and CEO Alameda Research Caroline Ellison would borrow against the value of FTT, the native asset of FTX, while controlling most of its supply and circulation, creating a scenario where they wouldn't be able to liquidate their position at full book value. FTX's new chief executive, John Ray uh, of the Enron fame, who took the helm from Bankman Fried late last year, previously said at least $8 billion worth of user assets were unaccounted for in one of the worst cases of corporate control he has ever witnessed, according to the report, way worse than Enron. Now, FTX disintegrated November 2022 after its native asset collapse, and it was forced to halt customer withdrawals. Bankman Fried is accused of defrauding investors and mishandling user funds and is facing over 100 years in prison if convicted. Do you think Bankman Fried is likely to be convicted and serve some serious jail time or prison time? Let me know in the comments right down below. And that five Wow, $5 billion, do you think that will likely go to the uh, unfortunate investors who lost all of this money? Or do you think this will go to creditors? How do you think this is likely to play out? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's discuss Bitcoin versus gold this year in 2023 as per Mark Yusko, who is the Morgan Creek Digital uh, CEO. He's predicting Bitcoin and other risk assets are going to bounce back. Just like that, the tech sector did after the dot-com crash of the early 2000s. In a new interview with BlockWorks, the crypto veteran says the Bitcoin is likely to outperform gold this year after the king crypto collapsed in 2022. Quitting him here, gold is the ultimate arbiter of value, but I do think Bitcoin will have a better year than gold. Bitcoin critic Peter Schiff is going to be crying. Take that, Peter Schiff. Yusko compares the current market conditions for risk assets like Bitcoin and tech stocks to the dot-com bubble of the early 2000s. Just like when the markets crashed and sentiment turned sour before rebounding hard back then, the fund manager says something similar is likely brewing. As he points out here, I am old. I lived through 2001, 2002. This is exactly like exactly what happened in 01 and 02. Enron defrauded people. Tyco defrauded people. People were like, oh, this world calm. They will never be this internet thing. It's going to die. And pets.com is stupid. If you look at all the comparisons of the bubble that we just lived through to 2000, they all look the same. NASDAQ went up and then it went down 84%. Peloton went up and then went down and Tesla went up and it went down. Everything looks like this bubble chart. Then the NASDAQ went parabolic. Now it took 20 years, but it went super parabolic. It went way higher than the 2000 peak. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Mark Yusko that Bitcoin is likely to outpace the gains of gold this year. And how many of you are still even bullish on uh, gold, the precious metal? Let me know. And to watch this video he did entitled Inflation Will Collapse in 2023 with Mark Yusko, check the show notes below the video in the description. So 
There you have it. And now let's dive into our breaking story of the day, which deserves the most attention because this is massive, massive news for the entire crypto industry, especially Bitcoin hodlers alike. So let's break down what's happening here in El Salvador, them passing landmark crypto bill, paving the way for Bitcoin-backed bonds. That's right. El Salvador has passed landmark legislation providing the legal framework for Bitcoin-backed bond known as the Volcano Bonds. That will be used to pay down the sovereign debt and fund the construction of its proposed Bitcoin city. And I guess it will help you if I actually share (laughs) the article so you can actually see here with me. The bill passed on January 11th with 62 votes for and 16 against. That's a majority and is set to become law after it ratified by, or it is ratified by President Bukele as announced here. Uh, This is in Spanish, but obviously, as I just mentioned, they had 62 votes uh, for with only 16 against, which was unanimous. The Bitcoin office or the National Office of El Salvador announced the passage of the bill January 11th in a Twitter thread, noting it would be issuing the bonds soon. And let's actually check out this uh, Twitter thread from the beginning. Here we go. This is coming from the Bitcoin office. This is the official Twitter account I suggest you follow for uh, President Bukele in El Salvador. And it's called the Bitcoin office at Bitcoin office S. V. Check it. El Salvador is Bitcoin country. Bitcoin is money. Everything else is a security. That's right. All other cryptocurrencies are considered securities. Bitcoin is the only uh, legal tender here. Check it. Today, El Salvador builds on our first mover advantage by passing the landmark legislation establishing a legal framework for all digital assets that are not Bitcoin, as well as those issued on Bitcoin. The law also paves the way for our volcano bonds, which will soon begin issuing. El Salvador is the epic center of Bitcoin adoption and thus economic freedom, financial sovereignty, censorship resistance, and unconfiscatable wealth. When we issue the first of the volcano bonds, we will once again be blazing the path just blaze forward with this new monetary revolution. And with the passing of the digital securities law, El Salvador will offer unprecedented consumer protection from bad actors in the crypto space. Thank God. While also firmly establishing what we are open for business to all those who wish to build the future with us. On Bitcoin, the new legislation also creates the National Digital Assets Commission, the regulating agency in charge of applying the securities law and protecting the rights of digital asset purchasers as well as issuers in El Salvador and of deterring fraudsters from operating here. Take that, Bankman Freed. You're not welcome. The law plants another flag in history for El Salvador under President Bukele. El Salvador has become not only the safest country in Latin America, facts, but now also the country with the strongest protection of a person's rights to economic freedom sovereignty and prosperity. We want the world to know that we're just getting started. El Salvador is Bitcoin country. Get ready for good times because we will keep winning. Very powerful words coming from the nation of El Salvador. And according to crypto exchange Bitfinex, which is the technology provider for the bonds, the volcano bond or volcano tokens would allow El Salvador to raise capital to pay down its sovereign debt, fund construction of the Bitcoin city and create a Bitcoin mining infrastructure. The volcano descriptor for the bonds is derived from the location of the country's Bitcoin city, which is set to become a renewable crypto mining hub powered by hydrothermal energy from the nearby 
Kanchaga Volcano. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, folks. Bitfinex notes that the city would be a special economic zone, similar to those seen in China, which would offer tax advantages. Major plus to head out there. Now, crypto-friendly regulations and otherwise incentivize Bitcoin businesses for its residents. Bitcoin City, let's go. The bonds have been targeted to raise $1 billion for the country, with half of it going into building a special economic zone. I think they're going to raise way more than what they're expecting, or at least which is anticipated. And according to the initial proposal, the tokenized bonds would be denominated in U.S. dollars, have a 10-year maturity date, and carry an annual interest rate of 6.5%. Now, Samson Mao, a Bitcoin proponent who has been involved in the development of the Volcano token, told Cointelegraph that the bill's passage could help turn the country into a major financial hub. Quoting him here, the move to pass the new digital securities law and enable new instruments like the Bitcoin bonds will help El Salvador to pay off their existing debts and will be critical to transforming the country into a major financial center of the world. Facts. Now, the bill also includes a legal framework for all digital assets, which I noted, and in addition to those issued on Bitcoin, creates a new regulatory agency that will be in charge of applying the securities law and providing protection from bad actors. So there you have it. And now... Let's uh, share a quote from Max Kaiser. This is back November 24, 2021, right before or around the time Bitcoin hit an all-time high of $69,000 per coin, quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. El Salvador will be the biggest story of the next 10 years. Bitcoin is the great global equalizer. Boom. He nailed it. As you can see here in this date, November 24th, 2021. Pretty big deal. And he just recently tweeted, I had this vision, November of 2021, that El Salvador would be the biggest story of the decade and beyond. Yesterday's landmark securities law passed in El Salvador. Just the beginning. The president, Nigel Bokele, is building a sovereign masterpiece. So there you have it. Are you pretty bullish for this big news? Breaking in El Salvador to be raising some funds, uh, doing the volcano-backed Bitcoin bonds. I'm pretty ecstatic for this. The reason it didn't come out years ago when they first made the announcement, it was just the nature of the market. We went into this big crypto winter and the timing just wasn't right. But now... I guess they dotted their I's and crossed their T's. And thanks to the help of Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert, Najibo Kele, and the people of El Salvador had made this a reality. I think other great nations are likely to follow in the footsteps of El Salvador. And I don't know what nation is likely to be next to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender. We had talks already in Tonga, which is an Africa country. There's talks of Brazil, which has a huge population, which dwarfs that of El Salvador in uh, Latin America, which can potentially be adopted. Bitcoin as a legal tender as well. All I know is this, Bitcoin game theory is in full effect. It's like a domino effect. One country does it, it motivates another to do the same. So it'll be interesting to see how this likely plays out, but this is massively bullish news. And according to Max and Stacy, this is the core reason why the Bitcoin price jumped about $900 just like that. Yesterday was off of the back of this news to so thank uh, Nigel Bokele, Max Kaiser, Stacy, and uh, you know the whole crew out there in El Salvador for what they're doing, leading the way for Bitcoiners and sovereignty on this planet. So much respect. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.